Fan podcast for September 12th, 2016. I'm your host, David Palermo. Find me on Twitter at NumBillsFan. Also, alongside me, my bud, he'd be in the top four on MySpace.com. Ooh, top four. That's Adam Deacon. That's the choice spot. Ooh. Uh, all right. Yo, I got two claps. That's twice as many claps as I've ever gotten any, any other time. But enough about uh, my ex-girlfriends. You can find me on Twitter. NumbillsAdamD is my handle. Check us out on our website, numbillsfan.com. It's dope. We actually just brought a writer onto our team. We'd like to introduce our boy, Scott Campbell. You might remember him from our, uh, our draft podcast. Real smart kid. He has an article up now. Whole season predictions, just killing it. We're so glad he's here. We're so glad to have him. He's a real workhorse, and we can't wait to uh, we can't wait to share his work with all of you. So make sure you head over to the website, check us out there. We're on Instagram at NumBillsFan. We have a Facebook page. Make sure you like us over there. It's all it's all good stuff. It, it rules. We're awesome. Dave and Adam, you know the deal. Yeah, we're also a part of the Punch Drunk Sports Network that's coming soon to you, and it's part of PunchDrunkSports.com. I felt like I was just on the phone with, like, the Chinese food place, like, coming soon to you. Like, not that that's, like, important right now, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you Punch Drunk <laughs> <Ten> minutes. <laughs> punch Drunk rules. <laughs> no, seriously, check out their podcast, General Sports, lots of jokes. You got They're a great follow on Twitter. If you want yeah. a, if you want a good opinion, really follow at Punch Drunk on Twitter. And it's pretty sweet. So also again, Adam was talking about Facebook Live. We have periodic videos that come up on Facebook Live. I did a, a pregame, halftime, and postgame, you know, all all in dramatic fashion, because that's just me. And uh always stirring shit up. But don't forget Wednesdays at 7 p.m., so that's tomorrow. We go live with the Bills Fanatics Network that we're also partnered up with with their Facebook Live deal. So it's pretty sweet. Every night they have somebody on there, and we are the Wednesday night, 7 o'clock p.m. Check us out. Can't wait to get into things tomorrow. Yeah, come, come uh, give me a nice a nice lash and I, I i was wrong about a couple of things on our show last week i was wrong about a lot of things on our so, show uh, last week i'm gonna be on there eating some humble pie i'm sure some of the people i uh gave my bold predictions to are gonna come back to remind me about exactly what i when said. i see my dog just i'm just gonna do one better for you when i see my dog ready to do his little walk i'm honestly just gonna run underneath him and open my mouth because really what the fuck happened to the Bills? That's really what what you're going to lead in with, eating dog shit? 
Yes, because honestly, I thought Tyrod Taylor was going to tear up the secondary. Yeah, you got Eric Weddle now. Who gives a fuck? That said, the safeties played like how many yards off? 23 to 25 yards deep. And, yeah, no, I And mean, they just rolled towards Sammy. You, that's what you got to do in that situation. And so what a letdown. Like, really? Okay. Okay. I, I give you that. Um, I look at it this way. Our defense played a good game. The Ravens defense don't want to suck their dick, but they played a great game. They were disruptive. They were in our backfield. Tackles for a loss. Quarterback pressures. Um, I mean, everything. You had you had that Sharice Wright kid, uh, the cornerback, blitzing in a lot, getting in there, making big tackles. And really, what what do you do in that situation? You can't you can't get forward forward yards on the ground. Tyrod doesn't have time to throw. I mean, if, if you, shit. Uh, it, it was it was ugly, man. It was ugly. But the defense went out there and did their job. I'm sorry, but where are you gonna where are you gonna hold a team to 13 points and lose the fucking game? Very. It was so. It was so disappointing because the one thing that that I, we hammered down on collectively, you and I, was um, if you listen to us in the past, we're relatively positive and not not positive but objective because it, again we follow sports for entertainment. I got enough stress in my life. I don't need the bills to ruin my day, and if it really ruins, and it does ruin our day. When they lose. But not for nothing, you got to let these people do their job. And every year is a different year. But here we go. We were worried about these three and outs. What happened? The first two drives were three and outs. And now some now some all-22s come starting to slowly trickle out on Twitter as we're here on a Monday. And it's starting to trickle out that... Uh, Tyrod Taylor's missing. He's had enough time to get rid of the ball to somebody in the middle of the field. And it's almost like the Ravens pushed him to be a quarterback. Their game plan, they said, was make him a quarterback. Well, guess what? Tyrod Taylor didn't even look in the middle of the field. What happened? They queued up on this kid. I can't... I am so bummed out, and I cannot believe how many three and outs we had again. The Bills had 11 first downs. They had seven yards of offense in the first quarter. Seven yards. Seven yards. This whole bullshit of, oh, this is year two in the system. You want to know what the fuck I think? Clearly, holding everybody out during training camp, yes, there was two guys hurt. Okay, we lost some people in training camp. And we would be bitching if Sammy was down. Well, Sammy might be fucking down anyway. Excuse my French right now. Sammy says Sammy ain't down. I believe Sammy. Look, Sammy's saying he he re-injured his foot or or it's pretty much really, really sore, severe pain where he had to come out. He only had 42 of the 48, 49 offensive snaps. So four receptions, 43 yards, one drop if you're following along at home, kids. Yo, he runs more in a day 
than I run in a year, and my feet hurt at the end of the day, okay? And I haven't had surgery on my feet. How much walking around do you really fucking do? A lot. To where? Dog, I'm a I'm a college I'm a college boy. Oh, that's right. That's right. My activity meter on my little Apple Watch, it's blowing up. I'm I'm a break the app, dog, with all the walking I do. You're gonna be like your son and like walk into a, a glass window? No. No, I'm gonna walk in into the bakery. I'm gonna walk to the snack line, walk back, walk back to the snack line. Have you ever walked walk the- back? Have you ever walk over to the vending machine, get some of the, get some of this this change out of my pocket? It's weighing me down. Get some get some candies. I just picture you walking, trying to walk right through the pie case at like a diner. <laughs> Have you ever broken into a pie case? What? You think you act like I'm fat shaming or something? Anyways, so. Tyrod Taylor, in his defense, Tyrod Taylor had no time. And and we have been with this, oh, it's year two. Here we go. Second year in a system. And blah, blah, blah. Guess what? I think all that time where Sammy Watkins wasn't playing many plays in, in preseason at all. Tyrod Taylor didn't even play many plays. Nobody played in the preseason. Everybody's off. Cordy Glenn didn't play. You know, it, it, everybody is just the, the the chemistry on the offense is not there, not for nothing. A big issue I have with this is this is the first year of video review where you don't just get printouts and, and, and look through the previous plays when you go to the bench. Now you can actually watch video. Okay, so why is Greg Roman and Rex Ryan not working on adjustments right off the bat? They got your number. They got the edge. The Ravens, by the way, Chris Brown was on the John Murphy show, and he mentioned something along the lines of the Ravens having the number two defense in the last eight games of the season last year. So don't sleep on the Ravens' defense. That's what I'm trying to say over here. Like, I don't think we had as bad of a game as everyone's fucking making it out to be, man. People are going just wild about this. And it got to me, man. I'm getting stressed out reading all this shit. And I'm like, is this really fucking over already? Man, this was a clear case of, like, the Ravens straight licking their chops just waiting for this game. Like, they were waiting. You know, they they wanted... That was an ex-Raven. And I'm sorry, as a competitor, and, you know, I've... I've, like, raced a couple of people to, like, see who could finish their wings first or whatever. (laughs) Like, as a competitor, you... You want to stick it to the other guy, especially if that other guy used to be on your team. I'm sorry. They, you know, he was in the Lions then last night, man. Like, that that had to have been hard. That had to have been a hard environment. Because before the game, listening to John Murphy, I heard Donald Jones talking about, like, back when he was playing. Like, that that's a hostile environment going in there. Rowdy fans, it's loud. But then you got, you know, it's got to be weird coming in to. Tyrod Taylor looked like he was rushing himself. He just, he did not look comfortable all day. He didn't look like Tyrod Taylor. It it looked like the offense needed to shake off the rust. And then when Rex Ryan was asked about it at his Monday press conference at 2.30 this afternoon, 
he go uh, somebody asked him. Uh, he, he goes, I believe, I want to give him credit. I believe it was John Waro, and he had a you know as much as I've shit on him in the past. Hey, give credit where credit's due. He had a great question. He goes uh, something along first time for everything. Yeah, something along <laughs> something along the lines of. Do you think holding out your guys uh, really hurt the team? He goes, well, our defense played fine. And, and and you know what? You look at the end of the game, and, and on Facebook Live at my, at my after-game video, um, I started out just carrying my jersey to Dave Larson's house to watch the game, and um, it, it ended up where I put on the jersey in the fourth quarter because of my superstition. You know, I'm like, okay, well, i got to change positions. i got to change. i got to do something. You know, here we go, and I find myself doing the same old shit as I'm debating whether I should bring my Harvin jersey earlier in the day to make sure that I can get some good value out of it. I mean, who knows? Maybe Harvin will come out of retirement now. That would be fucking sick. Oh, my God, that made me swear again, and I love it. I'm so happy. But I don't even know what the hell I was just saying. I don't know. You went. You were going in about fourth fourth quarter superstition. I don't know. I I don't know where you were headed with that shit, Davy. Well, lightning struck. We remember now. So the defense. Yeah, we didn't the, stop that and, and punch back in. No. no, definitely not. We didn't rewind. Too All right. Much. So the so the defense at the, the end of the game there. So the defense at the end of the game. You look at the score, and it's 13 points, and the Bills have been within seven. No, that's what's so frustrating about this. I did the Italian finger this time. This entire game, you're watching it. You need more downward pressure. You you need to work on your arc up like a Steve Kerr three. Just bang it. No, listen, dog. That's what's frustrating. This entire game, you're sitting there, you're watching it. The next play, any given play, could have taken the lead. And then you, you see things... Like the the missed pick pick by Darby that he probably could have literally like moonwalked into the end zone with. Oh, that would have been so fucking cool. I guess moonwalking in the you, end zone, dog. You can't moonwalk. I tried to moonwalk. You can't moon- Can you? Uh, you can't moonwalk. Yo, I, I Yo, Doug's to- got cleats on. I'm over here talking about moonwalking. I'm telling you right now, I am not even lying. I went to Hollywood like eight years, nine years ago or some shit, and I saw Michael Jackson's star, and I definitely spun on it and grabbed my balls. No joke. Because that was like a thing. It was Michael Jackson and Metallica for me. That was it. I love Michael Jackson. And your balls haven't been seen since. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm so here. Ah. Look, look. Is it has it become apparent how much or how little I want to talk about this game? You know how depressed I'm, I was. We're, we're over here talking about eating dog shit and Dave's balls. I'm telling you, right. That's now. where we're at with, with with this Buffalo Bills game right now. You know what's defeating is coming back and not having access to your bank account and asking your girlfriend, "Hey, babe, you think you could buy these two windows for me at Home Depot?" And we get the and I thought she was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go." Yeah, you want to go to Depot now? Yup, I leave, forget that somebody's dropping off my jet ski for me, and then I come back out, and all of a sudden, ah, oh, shit. You got your card? I didn't know we were paying right now. Oh. 
shit. Okay, well, we're at the register, and I'm thinking, oh, I forgot the tower. And I'm just, like, stressed out. I'm out I of my mind. I am so confused what you're even she, talking she about She essentially right had to pay for my windows yesterday. You came out with a jet ski? Like, what? No, I got to Home Depot. I was so out of it. I went to Home Depot, okay? But I, I hadn't lined up with Uncle Asshole, who hopefully is going to do a, a motocross podcast, motocross fan. Those dudes are never doing a motocross podcast. They're doing podcast. a motocross podcast. I'm telling you, I just talked to Ty about it today. Yo, I give it to 2018, $5 on it right we now, you and to, me. We got to st- we gotta get one of those reposters app and, and get Uncle Asshole's take on Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl two years ago. It was great. Anyways, so I, I, I had to meet this guy, and I really thought that... I was just going to come home, go to Home Depot, get Windows, come home, and then maybe watch football. But I was so depressed, everything slipped my mind. So I had to go to Home Depot twice, got in the parking lot first, went back home, went back to Home Depot, forgot to tell my girlfriend, hey, can you grab your card? And next thing you know, I am just passed out on the couch, got through 10 minutes of Narcos, and just passed out. What is that? What? It's depression. That's what it is. I took a nap, and then I woke up. I'm like, I get a text from Scott Campbell, and who, by the way, is writing articles for us on numbillsfan.com. Follow him on Twitter, ScottCampbell13. What yep. up? <laughs> and uh, I get a text from Scott Campbell. Powerful we, we Scott this, Campbell. We have this inside joke on Chris Hogan, but he's a lacrosse player, and I see the quotes, and I'm like, did Chris Hogan already score a damn touchdown? I gotta oh, hear this fuck, shit. Fuck, stop. He had three fucking catches. I don't give a shit. You can have three catches a game and score a touchdown here and there for his $12 million. And then I, I don't miss Chris Hogan, okay? Okay? Our passing game was shit yesterday. Chris Hogan wouldn't have saved it. And you wanna know something else that kills me? Is I wake up and I put on the dumbass game and it's 2014 and I'm like, how the fuck are the Cardinals not crushing this team? And then Garoppolo from the throws I saw was doing it pretty nice. And it's like, are the Patriots the luckiest team? Are they the luckiest team in the world? Because not for nothing, I look back at this Bills game, and here I am. We're going to have a new drinking game. And it's called, here I go about the refs, okay? And on both sides of the ball. For, uh, for, or I should say both teams. LaShawn McCoy, that was a touchdown right off the bat. They reviewed it. The camera that the TV showed us on the CBS broadcast was awful. And they did not even have the proper goal line camera. That said, you go on Yeah, to, where's that pylon cam at? So now they got to run two more plays to get this dumb touchdown. So there was some time in the game, even though it was first half. Then That shit was like the the most like... Awful looking, like well, think- attempted scoring a touchdown ever. Like, I'm glad we got the fucking points. I mean, they could have stopped us, but oh my god! But think about this. I don't how, even want to think about. about I don't want to think about any of it. How about Forsett running the ball on that on that play that the Ravens challenged that he got the first down at the end of the fourth quarter? There, it was a little bit more than two minutes. I think it was like two forty. They challenged it and. They were actually correct. Like, Forsett got the first down clearly. That was a bad spot. You have a penalty on Jerry. Oh, no. He looked a hair short to me, definitely. No way. I, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Dude, really? No, they got that exactly right. It, they, moved the, they moved the spot of the ball up, but he did not get the first down. They, they nailed that call. 
I don't think so. I no, they no, it. they the 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 way that looked to me, he never got quite to the the orange marker. Um, I thought they spotted him honestly because he was falling backwards. I thought they spotted him when he him a yard back. That's why you know. No, no, they 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 nailed that call. Like the the original spot was bullshit, and I would have been I would have been pissed if it happened to us, but. I'm gonna be a bitch here and just be like, "All right, come I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, what's agree to disagree? Let's, uh, cause, cause also you got draw worthy, cause this is like a long way. Let's point. fuck agree to fuckery. That yeah. shit wasn't a first down. You got draw worthy. I'm not even so stooping to your level, kid. Draw worthy gets called for a leverage penalty. Yo, that motherfucker jumped high, and it was a ticky tack damn penalty. That was a ticky tack. Dumb penalty. And honestly, why is the NFL calling so many penalties? Can we just play the game? Roby Coleman gets a, gets the, the, the grabbing the back of the helmet thing. And when you slow it down, yeah, he, he held on to the back of the helmet, let go of it. And it's like, I didn't even know that was really a thing. The, the only real issue I have oh, with the, the officiating way, the Jerry yesterday. Hughes one. The only real issue I have with the officiating yesterday was there was a couple hits on Tyrod that didn't look clean to me, and there was a couple times where I think intentional grounding would have been suitable against Flacco. I think there was two of each. So, well, um, there's a whole deal with Jerry Hughes getting an getting a unsportsmanlike or roughing the passer penalty on Joe Flacco, and the whole rule is once he establishes himself as a runner. You can go. You can go hit him, like low by his feet. So that's what they tried to do. And Jerry Hughes is like, "Look, these guys came into our training camp and told us this is the this is the rule now." And it's like, what kills me about this? We say it all the time. I guess you're gonna we, have to game plan for the rest. You gotta know what crew you it, got and what they're gonna call. There's, there's. I an, guess. I guess that's an, an element of the game now. It shouldn't be these calls. These games should be called evenly from one staff to the next. But that's not the way it works. I'm telling you right now. I I, I really feel that if if you go to these games, sometimes you're like, why are we just sitting here? You know, what's going on? And then you realize, oh, it's a commercial. You see the guy in the field with the orange gloves. It's a commercial. Okay. Then I'm thinking, wait a second. If they got to fit these auxiliary commercials in anyways, why can't they just review the play and fit those auxiliary commercials in and just really make sure they get these calls right, get the call right upstairs? And it's 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 really unfortunate. Regardless, you can't get mad at the refs. The only reason I bring that up is because that was time lost well, in I the mean, game and bad timeouts. How edited do you want your game of football to be, though? How how many times do you want them to be like, oh well, let us move the spot back over here? Don't think like, about the Giants game last year. They might have been in the playoffs if they win that game. Yeah, off of two bullshit touchdowns called back. So well. You know what I mean? So yeah, I want it that is, right because it is, then I it is what this, it is. Because they haven't made the playoffs bullshit from everybody. And and oh hey, there, did you hear the report? By the way, ninety percent of Bills Mafia has found new teams. That's okay. We're still here. We're here for you. Ten percent. You ten out of a hundred. Follow me here, though. Follow me here. Point is, overall, I think this offense lacked a lot of communication. They're getting well, the playoffs. That's what they're saying. That that the the plays were coming in late. 
Tyrod was getting them late from the coaching staff. He was getting back to the line with, you know, eight, nine seconds left on the play clock. Doesn't leave much time to, to change things at the line, does it? So here's the problem we have. No offense, okay? Offensive I don't know. Line. That, off, that offensive play calling looked as vanilla as preseason to me. Follow me here. Follow me here. Because I'm going to take that into account. I'm going to preach it right now. So the, Testify. The offensive line, they could not pass protect as well. Oh, can Ty- you get a witness? Also, Tyrod Taylor was pretty much... He, you know, some people are calling in the radio saying, looking like Trent Edwards, you know, and he looks so oh, tentative. And yo, I cannot get to Trent. Fuck those people. I can't get to Trentative. All the check down little <laughs> throws, dink and dunks he had. And, and, you know, so then you had some bad throws. But honestly, a lot of those, he, he had some throws that were, that were clear overthrows, definitely. But there were also a lot of bad throws while he's off balance running for his life. And I'll never forget Solomon, Wil- Solomon Wilcox going, man, he's got to make that. you got to make that completion. Oh, you mean the completion where he is r- sprinting out of bounds and you have two big-ass dudes chasing after you. And somehow he turns before the sideline, gets the ball off, and it's short of Sammy Watkins. And it's like, well... That's a hard throw to run. And how many quarterbacks in the league can actually get that ball off? So you're right. Try not to never get the ball off. I think that deep safety had him nervous, man. I think so, too. I, really, I think he didn't know really what to expect, especially with especially with the, uh, the as many defensive black be, <laughs> whoa defensive backs blitzing in as he had. You know. I look at it like this, okay. We could talk about Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, only four receptions, only 43 yards, one drop, okay? The Bills' offense, 160 yards, and that is the lowest amount of yards in an NFL opener since 1979. So that's really awful. The offense was putrid. The offense was a disgrace. It was it was everything that we did not want to see. And, and honestly, you got to look at everything. Tyrod Taylor was under pressure. This is from CoverOne.net, Eric Turner. Under pressure, second most of all quarterbacks this week at 45%. Okay, they brought the house on the kid here and there and really made him get rid of the ball. And guess what? LaShawn McCoy could not run the rock. I mean, he averaged 3.6 yards a carry, if you want to be generous. Yo, you want to you talk about not running the rock? I mean, I know he only had like three, four touches, but that Reggie Bush shit, I'm good on Reggie Bush. I think I even texted you yesterday and said Man, I'm good he on was He was engulfed, but there was one play where the blocking was set up for him to cut back, and he totally missed it. He just went to the outside. He missed. The, my, my takeaway on it, the thing I can't get past is a 40-yard field goal attempt turned into a 50-yard field goal attempt turned into a missed opportunity. But this all leads back and you got to look. Why didn't why why didn't he throw deep Tyrod Taylor all the time? Oh, look, look, look. Jeff Knight just tweeted at us, said time to cut Tyrod and bring JP the Truth Lossman back to Buffalo. But then he said hashtag #sarcasm. But yo, fuck that. I know Jeff Knight. He's fucking serious. Yo, Jeff Knight might be under or uh, J- JP Lossman's under 40. Why not? 
Brett Favre played forever. I mean, Tom Brady's gonna play till he's seventy. If as long as long as I'm alive, oh my god! I wish I had the 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 Family Feud like sound like on cue for that right now. If you don't have blocking up front, you do not have time to get to get set and and make adjustments at the line. You will not. I mean, these guys are getting a playoff with nine seconds left. And Chris Brown brought up that point. And he's like, you know, Chris Brown goes, uh, I was glancing at the play clock with the Ravens, and Joe Flacco's got 19 seconds, 18 seconds left. So they got to get the calls in. The Bills got to get the calls into Tyrod. That way the offensive linemen can do their job. They can read everything that's going on and make their adjustments. I mean, there were times where it's like, they just held tight and kept doing what they tried to do. And then there was just one drive where they spread everybody out, and they got down the field, and it felt like the offense were used to. But you know what? Let's just keep uh, doing what's not working. So say that what what you will. If that means throwing out outside the hashes, that means throwing outside the hashes. And it's like I wish Tyrod Taylor, or I should say outside the numbers, I wish Tyrod Taylor would look more towards the middle of the field. And some of these clips coming out on Twitter – you're looking, the middle of the field is open, and he has protection, and Rex Ryan said it. He needs to trust, Tyrod Taylor needs to learn how to trust his protection. And it's, I'm not here to rail Tyrod, but I'll tell you one thing. The solution to this is, obviously, the defense needs to maintain their nice game. And what I mean by that is a quick rundown on the defense. Step one, if the defense is there, Hughes had two sacks. Doosable, do's and don'ts, Doosable had one and a half sacks, and I believe Alexander had a half of a sack. So Ronald Darby, he had a missed pick. He gets down the route on Steve Smith, hit him right in the chest, and that would have been a huge pick six turnaround, 14 to 13 deal. And Preston Brown had a fumble recovery that, oh, the Bills went three and out. But the Bills also did some interesting things defensively where they had five different safeties, six different linebackers, and everybody on the rotation. So Flacco was looking for that mismatch with Duke Williams. There was some confusion as far as what Donald Jones said he saw. There was some confusion. Well, Rex Ryan admitted on that on that bomb, or on that bomb, on that throw to Mike Wallace over Duke Williams. Not a good look for Duke Williams. I was livid. At the same time, we have to put this in perspective. Mike Wallace is fast as fuck. That was Mike Wallace's mo well, in the in, in the Steelers organization was go fast deep. I'm I'm glad you brought that particular play up because here's the thing that fucking has me scratching my head all damn day today, and all night last night too. I'm online and everybody is blaming Rex Ryan, Greg Roman, and Doug Whaley for this game. What the fuck? Why aren't you blaming Duke Williams for getting burned on that coverage? Why aren't you blaming, you know? I can't because the defense held him to 13 points. I can't. That's going to happen, and here's the thing. Again, but why. No, why, and why aren't you blaming Dan Carpenter for that missed field goal? We'd be that much closer. Why aren't we blaming Tyrod for these passes? Everyone's saying fire Rex, fire Fire Greg Roman. He can't call a game. Like, okay, if your guy 
if your guys can't handle one plus one, you don't start handing out long division. I'm sorry. Like, and that's exactly what we're seeing come out now. Where Tyrod Taylor could have worked the middle of the field and he's not. And 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 here's the thing: is Rex Ryan on that play? He admitted at his presser, "Yeah, we do- on that play. We doubled. I I called a double team on the wrong guy. That was my bad. And Aaron Williams was also out, but." Yo, I, I I look at it like this. I'm not happy seeing my team score seven points all game. That's bullshit. That hurts me. But I still think Tyrod Taylor is a very, very smart football player. And you saw that because, well, he didn't did not get the points on the scoreboard like we needed him to, he was still very careful with the football. He did not force these throws into coverage. He was aware that, you know, they had that safety over top looking looking which way he was looking. They knew, you know, he knew that his opportunities were being limited. And that's exactly what the Ravens did. They got... They got the official guide to Tyrod Taylor. They looked at the film from last year, and they said, "All right, here's his sweet spots. He likes to throw from here. He likes to look. He likes to look for this guy out of this formation." They figured out exactly what he wanted to do in all sorts of different situations, and they took that away from him. They 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 exploited that and got him off balance. They got they got him on tilt as the poker players say like they they got under his skin. Especially when you've already had him in your system for 4 years. Right. You're, I mean any anytime you get a quarterback back there who's getting that much contact with this this other team's defense, who's taking these hits, who's getting sacked like that, they're going to get they're going to get frazzled. Even the most seasoned veteran you can shake him up. We did it to Aaron Rodgers season before last. We got in there. We were disruptive. He started turning the ball over, started trying to force those throws, and that's exactly what Tyrod Taylor didn't do. I think that was the game where uh, Bakari Rambo made a big name for himself in Buffalo, that, that Packers game. That was a very nice defensive performance, but I will say that defense pressing. But now I'm gonna have all the people being like, "See, that defense was better." Fuck Rex. Fuck Rex's system. Fire that guy. You know what? Bring back Jim Schwartz. No, check out our podcast with with Chris from Pride of Detroit. Don't bring back Jim Schwartz. I mean, it's more of the same. The the Ravens had 308 yards. Okay, total. That's not bad. That's really not bad. So, honestly, the defense, if the defense maintains, okay, if they can maintain what they're doing, actually, I should take that back. 308 yards isn't really the greatest because they, they ran for 83 yards. And so follow me here. If the defense can maintain what it did, against the Ravens and just be stout with Ryan Fitzpatrick and these guys and these cornerbacks can 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 press. I felt like the in in the beginning of the game that the defense was going to struggle a little bit cuz I saw 
I was very concerned about running the ball on the Bills. But if they can hold the team, like Jim Schwartz, for all you Jim Schwartz fans out there, would say, I care about points. I don't care about stats. If they can hold the team down to 13 points and say what you want about the Jets, I think that's a high-powered offense. And it seems like whoever plays with Ryan Fitzpatrick gets a lot of damn touchdowns. We'll say what you want. See Steve Johnson. The solution really comes down to getting the plays, getting the plays right into Tyrod Taylor's hands. Because if you can do that, now Tyrod Taylor can start making adjustments, read the defense. The offensive lineman, you know, it's so important for these guys to know all their assignments, to know their shifts, know everything, like know their protections. It's so important, and I feel that that's what this team lacked was adjustments. Why is it taking so long to get the plays in? You got Joe Flacco, 19 seconds, 18 seconds set. This team needs to get set on offense because they, they're they going to be entering a, a gunfight with a knife, and it's going to suck because the Jets have some of the best defensive personnel Especially, they might have the best defensive line in football. What What's going to happen? Craig Roman was stuck on this power run game. And... I, 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 I'm so, like, bummed out. I, I'm sorry, folks. I, I just, I'm so bummed out because I don't see how this offense... Is going to get it together right now. It's really bumming me out. And I'm not even kidding. If Sammy Watkins is that hurt, please go knock mm-hmm. on Percy Harvin's door so he can play a few games. I don't I'll say it now. Doug. I'm not getting over it. I not, got that jersey. I'm not gonna I I can't say I'm that bummed out because I have a hard time imagining this offense playing any worse than they did yesterday against the Ravens. I mean, 160 yards. That's, I mean, that might that might be the low point for the entire league for the season. I don't see this team playing that poorly ever again. And I think they they I, hit 95 passing yards. I think they saw saw some issues. They 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 said it was unrelated, but they've re-signed fullback Jerome Felton. I think. It sounds like power run football, which as much is as, fine if, if, as if much people as they can did, block. They're not as blocking. much as they're trying to say that. Oh, you know, oh no, we had the opportunity to bring him back. Whatever, whatever. Coach talk. Rex wanted to say at the podium, like, yeah, you you didn't have the blocks you needed. Bring back the all pro fullback. I think they're bringing him in for pass protection. That's what I think. I think they're bringing him in for pass protection. I didn't. I didn't specify. I'm just saying that I, you I, didn't I, have the blocks you needed. Passing, running, anything. Gronkowski got a nice block for the for the goal line touchdown. Yeah, that's what great. Rex says. Hey, I'm telling you, letting dog uh, know, dog the dog, letting you know. They got to get these plays out. They got to be Tyrod Taylor needs to needs to read the defense, make adjustments. Look, the problem: no offense. Solution: get set faster. Really, that's it. The defense. Yeah. I am so psyched on the defense right now. And that's where we got to end on the bright spot. And, and and frankly, when you look at everything, Tyrod Taylor, we have said it all in the offseason. We've said it last year. This is a guy 
that will come out swinging. He always improves. He always gets better. He always does. It's very hard to find players who progress, let alone a quarterback. So I don't know what's going to happen. I I really don't. I'm intimidated by these Jets. I always look at it like this, and the Bills blow them out, and then I think, oh, that team sucked. Todd Bowles is no joke. Mo Wilkerson is no joke. I mean, there's so many guys. Revis Island, great. Of course, Revis got torched against Adrian Green. Give him a reason to play even better now. Great. And then, oh, guess what? Revis is back. Two picks. Oh, great. Cool. That's exactly what I want to see. But it seems like everybody is so down. And, and I got sucked into a group conversation, not going to mention with who, and it fucking pissed me off because I'm trying to make points and people are trying to connect dots like, oh, Tyrod Taylor got paid, so now... He's not trying. What what fucking planet are we on right now? Let's not be r- ridiculous. Let's not be ridiculous. So many fucking things went wrong in this game against the Ravens where the Bills look like absolute dog shit on offense. And four special teams penalties, by the way, whether that one with Jarrell Worthy or not count should have been there, say it's three. Get the fuck out of here. Shit needs to get cleaned up. We can't be having four of eight penalties being rinky-dink damn special teams that said the special teams kick coverage and punt coverage was pretty damn nice Devin Hester fucking who mm-hmm. but for real though like it's one game it's one game if you want to leave you're probably the same douchebag that I couldn't get a parking spot to go to training camp that took your douchebag kids that don't give a fuck about it and got in my hey, way and I can't find a seat I took my kid he doesn't give a fuck about you in your seat. My point exactly. So, I'm glad you guys left. If you guys really want to jump ship after one game, fucking go for it. Go for it. And if you think, oh, what are we going to do now? I haven't been happy since the 90s. Get a life. That's a sign to you that if you're not happy in life because of the bills, I don't know, man. Just imagine what happens when they win a playoff game or two and then get eliminated. Oh, my God. What will you do then? But, hey, you know what we should do? What's that? We should fire Rex. How many weeks are we going to give him? We should fire Rex Ryan. Why? Oh, well, you know what the Bills haven't ever done? They have never stayed with one coaching staff. How about we just stay with one coaching staff? There's years where Marvin Lewis, people are thinking he's going to get canned. Nope. The Bengals stay with him. What happens with the Bengals? They make the playoffs on a regular basis. What happens with the Steelers? They make the playoffs on a regular basis. What happens with the Ravens? They make the playoffs on a regular basis. Granted, didn't last year, but Jin- but Harbaugh has been there forever, and so has Dan Tomlin, yep. who is the best swagger I've ever seen in my life. I want to be Mike Tomlin. I Let me be Mike Tomlin. I need to be happy. Can you talk into that microphone for me, bud? I'm not ready to fire Rex until he's had a full-blown tank year, gets a top-five draft pick, and then fails. And I don't want to hear no suck for Chad Kelly bullshit either because I don't want Chad Kelly. I don't want to hear Kelly to Buffalo anything because let's be real. That name is kind of arrogant over the years, and say what you want. We don't need that shit. We don't need that shit. Let's build on what we have. If he's available, Chad Kelly, and it comes down to it, we'd love to see it. It would be great. 
At the same time, would it be because every bad throw, oh, throw in Chad Kelly. I'm hearing Cardale Jones yesterday from people. Like, oh, you know, you should put in Cardale Jones. You could have made that work. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Or maybe he would have gotten rolled up into a fucking pile of shit in the backfield. Or underneath my dog's ass. You know, so if, if you fans want to jump off the boat already, if you want to just anytime somebody makes a point, about that's actually legitimate and objective. You can look at this glass half full, glass half empty. I don't know if that's objective or not. I've had this argument. But I will say, glass half empty, it sucks. All of this build-up, all of this build-up to see this offense. Really, we have Charles Clay, which made a beautiful play. We saw Tyrod Taylor making a bunch of spins to get the ball off. Okay, I thought it was Barry Sanders throwing the ball out there. And then you got Sammy Watkins, who when he's targeting on third down, he had one drop. But, man, I love Sammy Watkins on third down. That's a confidence booster. And I believe Sammy Watkins converted at least two by himself. And you know what? The Bills only had went three for 13 on third down. So many three and outs, and that's really so depressing. Glass half full. The defense looks like it keeps this team, at least after watching one game, could be overreaction. The defense looks like it can keep the Bills in these games. So really it comes down to the offense. But the problem is we have talked this offseason, three and outs need to be cleaned up. I want to see this team sustain drives. What did they do in the preseason? Not sustain drives. What did they do last game against the Ravens? Not sustained drives except for one. Pick whatever side you want to be on. Keep your head up. It's not the end of the world. I'm your host, David Palermo. Find me on Twitter at NumBillsFan. I'm your co host, Adam Deacon. Find me on Twitter at NumBillsAdamD. Check out our website, numbillsfan.com. We got articles, we got podcasts, we got videos. You can check those out. Also, Scott Campbell is doing a thing where if you send him all of your favorite watch party picks or tailgate pictures, he's going to throw them up on our website and write something about it. So if you guys think you do some cool shit, as cool as Red Pintle Tailgate, which I think is the number one tailgate on the planet, fam, just saying, hey, Send them to Scott, Scott Campbell13 on Instagram and everything. Also, Numb Bills fan, me, I am on Snapchat now. And we are very active on Instagram now. I know it's kind of been a bit, but we're very active on Instagram, very active on Facebook Live and on our Facebook. And, and the Snapchat's cool because you get to get a peek personally into my life, not so much Deacon unless he's with me. But I'll be at work and just give you a raw opinion. You'll see the job site in the background. You'll see me driving. You'll see me doing whatever the fuck I got to do for the day to get by. But I'll tell you what, I love this team. I love the Bills, and really, it's one game. Let's get over this. Don't forget, PunchRunkSports.com, at PunchRunk on Twitter. Great people, great comedians on there. Ari Shafir, San Tripoli, the team, Jason Tebow. Check it out, at PunchRunk. Also, lastly, Wednesday, Bills Fanatics Facebook. We will be up. Wednesday at 7 p.m. 
Cannot wait. Come interact with us. Wednesday, I think, is the prime spot. We love Wednesdays because now it's time to turn the page at the same time that the wound was fresh enough where we could still talk about adjustments. And now this is where we like to shine. Okay. What's the problem? How can we solve it? Again, follow me on Twitter. I am David Palermo at Numbills Fan. I'm Adam Deacon, Numbills Adam D on Twitter. And as always, stay numb. Check out numbillsfan.com. We'll see you Wednesday on Facebook Live with the Bills Fanatics. Peace.